expecting the amounts of time you say, but yeah. Okay, so next podcast, I'm opening a beer, and we'll see. <laughs> Video trash, by the end. the Jolt Twitch podcast here. We've got a few things going on. Uh, first and foremost, we have our interview with Achilles018. He's a pretty dope dude. He's pretty great. Um, we have some um, minor PvP updates information. And of course, the Team Rocket uh, mysterious components that have been coming out. We get those updates every two days. The truth is out there. Yeah, we seem to be getting these updates every two days or so. So that's definitely... An interesting piece that we want to touch on here. Now, before we dive into every, anything and introduce you to Achilles, um, we are powered by Patreon. It does enhance your Discord experience, and just recently, actually, we have created some lobbies, some battle lobbies in mm-hmm. our Discord. Yes, um, we have. So we have a lot of people from around the world that aren't able to make it out to tournaments because their regions just aren't holding them. So it is available to you on our Discord for free. The link is in the description to jump in. Mm-hmm. If you do have any donations or anything on Patreon, that does still enhance your experience here with us. Um, so it offers some extra pieces, some more insights, some uh, even some um, just ability, more ability to speak with us. We're not limiting the ability to speak with us because as anyone who's messaged us anywhere knows, we respond. Yeah. Anyone who leaves me a comment, yeah, I respond. Not because I have to, but because I genuinely enjoy it exactly so it uh, it does offer some more to do with pokemon some more extra pieces you can take a look on our patreon which is also in the description there now if monetary support isn't your thing like i said you can still join the discord you can still join in those remote tournaments you can also drop a rating on google and apple podcasts as well or just drop the podcast in your Insta story. Or just let people Share know that we're kind of cool. Yeah. If you think that. If you don't, I hate you. And you're dead to me. Why are you listening? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, let's dive in here. We First, we've got, of wait, course, our interview. Wait, wait. No, no, just hang on a second. God, you're so eager. I am. All right. So, um, Achilles018, uh, introduce yourself and just let us know where, where people can find you. To anyone who doesn't know you, what do you do? Where are you from? What uh, what got you into Pokemon? Sure. Well, first off, thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, yes, so I am Achilles018. Um, I am a Poketuber primarily. I do have an Instagram account I'm really active on. I've also got Twitter, Facebook, things like that. So um, you can head to either my YouTube or my Instagram to find out more about those things. Um so I have been a Poketuber, um, relatively small channel. I just hit 2,000 subscribers about three weeks ago. Um, I've had a channel since uh, January. January 7th actually is my first my first video. So the 7th of the month is always kind of like my little anniversary or whatever. So uh, technically speaking, it's been nine months going on 10 months now. So I'm really excited to have had the growth I've had in just nine months um, and the support I've had on Instagram as well has been really phenomenal. So um, what got me into Pokemon really, I mean, initially it was just, I'm, you know, I'm a nineties kid. So growing up in the nineties, when, um, that wave of Pokemon excitement kind of came over in 1997, 1998 from Japan, starting with the anime and the games. And I was in fourth grade at the time. That's all everybody was talking about was Pokemon. And if they saw the episode where Caterpie evolved into the Metapod and all those other kinds of things, like that was just <laughs> the talk of the town. So 
um, naturally, I just kind of did what all the other kids did and got involved with that. Um, and as Pokemon in that age group kind of fizzled out, um, probably around the, you know, Gen 2, Gen 3 days, Gen 3 lost a lot of um, Pokemon fans that I had as friends growing up because of just the switch from Game Boy to Game Boy Advance. And all your Pokemon got lost because of new hardware. So um, I had a moment where I kind of faded out of Pokemon for a little while um, and I just kind of kept up with it. Um, kind of behind the scenes, I guess I kept up with it, but not as avidly as I did before. Um, and then in 2013, uh, X and Y came out and my cousin was like, Hey, Pokemon's 3d. Now you try this out. So, um, he showed me uh, Pokemon X and I was just playing it and I was like, this is like just this amazing thing. And I really, I, I kind of reinvigorated my love for Pokemon all over again. I've been like a super fan ever since. Awesome. Um, and I've been wanting to do Poketubing for the last probably three years. I just didn't really have the time or the equipment to do it. Um, and you know, late, actually a little over a year ago now, I was like, I think I have the time to do this. So I got the equipment and got everything ready and did a couple of trial videos that way. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's um, awesome. I mean, that's a, that's a great story. I mean, we started up with Pokemon when it came out here in, uh, in North America too. So we totally get where you're coming from with that, that startup. That's, um, I mean, that's every, I mean, Pokemon go to me was everyone's kind of dream with Pokemon. Right. Right. Because, you know, 10-year-old Ash Ketchum takes off and goes and travels the world, and then we get stuck playing a video game for 20 years, and all of a sudden now we get to travel the world, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, that was huge. And I, So you said you've been going for about 10 months, and you just hit 2,000 subscribers on mm -hmm. on YouTube there. That's pretty impressive. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm thank coming you so in much. super randomly. I was corralling our 17,000 pets that make noise <laughs> consistently. That's that's not a problem. I've got a dog that won't stop barking and a cat that's pretty quiet, but he's pretty needy too. So I, I get it. No worries. You should, um, you should see and thank you for the congrats. You know, not a problem. You should see trying to get a mic to work with a cat sitting on your lap and trying to purr into it. It's not a fun experience. Sounds like a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, I, I understand. I actually have to re-record a couple of my entries in my, my videos. You can hear my dog barking in the backyard, and my office is upstairs, but it faces the window faces the backyard. So if she's barking, it comes through the wall pretty easily. So um, I've had to do a couple of retakes. But that and I've got two kids. I've got one that's one and a half and one that's three and a half, almost four. Um, so if they come knocking on the door, they're running in or talking to me, I have to kind of spend a lot of time in Adobe Audition kind of editing out parts where I'm, you know, talking to my son or talking to my daughter or telling them like, hey, you know, like, you know, give daddy a minute, just hang on. So um, anyway, I totally get it. So no worries. It's super adorable. I love that. <laughs> so so I know that you're really into the, the console games. I mean, uh, I played right up to about Gen 4 and it, it kind of fell off for me. Pokemon Go is where I picked off or mm -hmm, picked up. Mm -hmm. I know that you said you came back when it went sort of 3D. That was right. sort of a big selling point for you at that time? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I, like most fans, I think, especially some of the older fans that had gotten used to some of these home console games. I mean, Pokemon at the time it came out, graphically speaking, wasn't much different from, you know, the, the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo that we had had. And the N64 mm -hmm. it just came out. But uh, beyond that, there wasn't much of a graphical uh, misstep between what we were playing on our portable console being the Game Boy or the Game Boy Color and what we were having on our TVs at home. Um, and I feel like while that's a lot of the charm of Pokemon, um, I, that time I was getting used to playing, um, you know, the newest, latest and greatest Zelda game or Halo or something that was much more 3D and really kind of, I don't want to say took the imagination away, but kind of bridged that gap between 
you know, what I was seeing on screen and what was real life to me. Um, so playing Pokemon games by extension, while they were very charming, obviously, in their, their pixel sprites, um, it just kind of didn't really, for me anyway, didn't quite measure up. Right. And I really wanted something that was a little more um, uh, realistic, I guess, in that sense. Something made me feel a little more immersed in this uh, game I'm playing. So once it went to 3D, I mean, I kind of felt the... Um, the immersion kind of take over. And that's something I talk about a lot in, in games. That's something I love about RPGs and JRPGs like Pokemon is just that immersion factor. And, you know, make me believe that this is like a real world that I'm kind of like living in um, no super long loading screens or things that kind of take you out of, out of the game. Um, you know, let me feel like almost like it's VR before VR was a thing. Like just make me like zone out of the rest of the world I'm living in and kind of get into this, this headspace. And that's me marks a great JRPG, which Pokemon is one, uh, but that, that pixelated um, effect, again, while charming and while definitely something that the series is known for, um, was something that I was really hoping they would jump to 3D. So yeah, definitely. It was a huge selling point for me with uh, Generation 6 and X and Y. You know what, to me, is actually so interesting here. people talk about like their experience with like Pokemon games, is because like I come from Poland, so like I lived on a farm, so all we had was those little... Um, like round coins that you would get out of like mm. chip packs. Right, pogs. Yes, pogs, and they right. were like, th like to me, three D is like you know when you like moved it around and the image changed on it. I'm like, yeah, that was three D, sure. right? <laughs> so for right, you to like right, right. talk about it, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like this is what we had out here. And there was me running around with like you know a satchel of my pogs. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Yeah, it, what's really cool, I think, about the community, and I have a lot of people uh, messaging me on Instagram on a daily basis, and I like exchanging kind of Pokemon stories and kind of hearing, you know, what's your favorite generation or how did you come up on Pokemon and, you know, uh, you know, why do you love it so much? What's your favorite? And I have people ask me all the time, what's your favorite Pokemon online? And I always kind of go to my mascot, which happens to be Darkrai. Right. It's a pretty simple answer, and I kind of feel lame giving it because the responses I get are just insane. I mean, some people are telling me their favorite Pokemon is um, like Blissey or their favorite Pokemon is, um, you know, just something that's completely, I wouldn't have expected. I tell people all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what a unique response. It's it's not like, uh, you know, Darkrai or Charizard or any of these kind of like really popular Pokemon. Some of the ones I get are really obscure, mm -hmm. uh, like saying that Furret is their favorite Pokemon. Um, and that's just so unique, I think, about <laughs> the community is. And they all there was so many Pokemon out stuff. there and so many games. So just Everyone's got different experiences. It kind of makes it special to hear from every person no no one person's story is the same as somebody else's mm -hmm. which is amazing there and i mean like uh, my favorite is is jolteon and people can pick that up from my name usually uh, right you said yours was uh, you say it's dark because of your your sort of background your logo there right 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 uh, i guess that's where sort of the excitement came because like when we saw the announcement for dark cry um, mm -hmm. I immediately saw a video pop up for you uh, for Darkrai coming to Pokemon Go. I saw it immediately, pretty much, a video pop up for that. So I guess you're ready to go for that one, eh? Yeah, I am ready to go for that. Um, my wife and I, schedule's been kind of crazy. October's been a pretty uh, crazy month for um, for us personally. We have a lot of things going on. My wife had a birthday. We got into a minor car accident. I took a oh, picture nice. on Instagram and kind of showed a picture of that. Nothing serious, but... Um, got into a minor hit and run car accident. So it's been kind of crazy. So we haven't had a chance to get out yet. I keep driving by and seeing the raids. I'm like, oh, we should go. But it's always kind of at odd hours where I don't think we'd have the support. And my wife and I can't take that on by ourselves. She's a level 32. I'm a level 38. So not quite uh, enough to probably two-man dark ride. But um, I'm looking forward to going on my next day off to go to some common spots where a lot of raid groups kind of meet up to see if uh, my wife and I can join and take out dark ride and add that to our collection. 
Yeah, I actually saw your um, picture of the hit and run. I'm glad to hear that everyone's okay. But my favorite, if you can't have a favorite part of a hit and run, is the fact that you were so positive about it because you found the mm -hmm. um, the card. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty intense because that's like I'm all into like the universe and stuff like that. Right, so right. So for you to actually find out, I'm like, okay, then he he must be okay because if you weren't and you guys weren't, then that wouldn't be up on Instagram. So I was like, thank God because that was uh, wow. Right. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Um, and I definitely kind of saw that as kind of like this, you know, crazy universal sign to be like, hey, it's all good. Like, things be worse. Don't worry about it. So mm -hmm. those are your listeners that may not have seen the Instagram post. Um, so I was in a hit and run accident. No one was hurt, thankfully. But we pulled over into a local convenience store parking lot to take some pictures and call the police and assess the damage. Um, my my wife was actually walking around in the bushes calling her mom to let her know, hey, just FYI, I got into a car accident. Everything's okay. Um, and she kind of bit down into this bush and she just picked up this, uh, piece of something. I couldn't tell what it was. And she brought it over to me and she goes, here you go. And it was just a, um, a comment. I think it was a Medicham. It was, um, but, um, anyway, it was just, it was just amazing that we're just in this random convenience for a parking lot and just got hit by a car. And there was just this like Pokemon card sitting there essentially on the ground, like right where we had parked. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of like, I felt like that was the universe kind of telling me like, Hey dude, it's okay. Just relax. You got a great, you know, group of people that support you and care about you, and this could have been a whole lot worse. So, um, yeah, definitely was an amazing, amazing kind of coincidence there. Yeah, it's almost like you are where you're supposed to be, like not in the hit and run, but like in life as a whole and as what you're doing, right? Because you do have quite a big support system. I mean, your subscribers, I'm sure you're super thankful for that, and you put out great content. So I think it was kind of like, yes, this is a hiccup, but you're doing what you're meant to be doing, and like my heart goes out to you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. So I know that you said your, I think you said your wife was thirty level thirty two and you're level thirty mm -hmm. eight. I think I'm either. I think I'm actually on the cusp of thirty. I think I have like fifty thousand more experience to go, mm -hmm. which in the realm of between thirty seven and thirty eight, that's like a blip. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like right on the cusp of that. So I'm rounding up a little bit, but I'm like a, I'm a little bit away from being thirty eight. Uh, well, you're close, and I think. Yeah. Well, I'm about to. Um level up to level 38 i've been grinding dxp and then matt's uh level forward. 40 twice over so awesome awesome um but yeah so with pokemon go i mean what what team are you like how when did you start playing pokemon go did you pick it up from day one or i did um i was following it for i mean months i mean i i make a habit just to kind of keep on the up and up i google pokemon just pokemon into google mm -hmm. um i will google that four or five times a day um, just in the morning and the afternoon and the evening, just to kind of keep up with what's going on or if there's any kind of a surprise trailer or anything like that that comes out. I'm kind of just in the know pretty quickly. Um, so when Pokemon Go was about to launch, when you, you could go Pokemon today, and it's a lot of like, you know, it's a combination of Pokemon Sword and Shield stuff, maybe some Pokemon community stuff, some Pokemon Go stuff for sure. But there was a time when if you Google Pokemon, all you got was Pokemon Go stuff. And at the time, I was anxiously waiting for the next round of Pokemon main series games to come out because there hadn't been a main series game since 2013. And this is when uh, Pokemon sun and moon were on the verge of coming out. So I was like, Oh my gosh, I really need to Google this constantly to see if there's a, a, like a launch title coming out or whatever, or rather a launch trailer. Um, so I was keeping up with Pokemon go for a very long time prior to launch. So when I got the notification that it was able to download, I was actually mini golfing at the time. I was at like a little small putt -putt <laughs> golf course. And I got the, um, the, uh, notification that it was available to download now. So of course I had downloaded it and then I 
technically speaking, played the first day. But honestly, I don't think anybody played the first day because the servers were not ready for the millions of people that were trying to log in. So um, it was just a bunch of server crashes. Anyone that's been around since day one knows what I'm talking about. Oh, it was a painful um, experience. It was yeah. very painful. But yes, I chose Team Mystic pretty quickly, uh, and I kind of get a kick out of some of my my nostalgic memories and screenshots going through my phone and Google photos because I was actually, there's a gym that's within walking distance of my house. That's a pretty common gym now that probably turns over every 12 hours at least. Um, so not super popular, pretty popular, a lot to turn over there. And I was actually the first person to hold that gym um, with a Raticate of all things, which is not competitive <laughs> at all. But <laughs> I was level five and I had, it was the first Pokemon I evolved was uh, Ratata and Eradicate. So I just went to the gym as soon as I turned level five, picked Team Mystic, put my thing there. And I was like, yeah. Look what I um, can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there were some people who were clearly, you can spot Pokemon Go player from a mile away if you oh, know yeah. a Pokemon, Pokemon Go players. Um, so I saw a lot of people that were at this, it's actually a church that's down the street, but they were at this church and they were kind of walking around just glued to their phones. And I'm like, no one's ever over here for anything. So this is gotta be Pokemon go. So Mm -hmm. it just led to some really, really cool community driven conversations where I had a person that came up to me and they were like, Hey, uh, you want to go take out this gym really quick? And I was like, actually, I'm the gym leader here. Uh, and I was like, but I, I, I welcome you to to challenge Jim and I hope you win. And we kind of had this cool conversations from team member to team member. I was a mystic and they were a valor, but just really cool, like friendly competition driven community conversation that kind of got people involved. And I remember telling my wife, I'm like, this is why I was excited about this game. It wasn't just because of the features of it, but because this is a great chance for uh, hardcore fans like myself and more casual fans that maybe Pokemon Go is the only way that they play. Um, mm-hmm it gets us all to kind of like interact with one another when normally we probably wouldn't um, mm. save like a big event or something like that. It just kind of lets you interact with people on a daily basis that you probably wouldn't have ever known before Pokemon fans. We don't all wear Pokemon shirts and Pokemon gear like I do. Sometimes we're kind of hiding <laughs> amongst the crowd. So it's just a cool way to kind of bond about something that is as impactful as Pokemon has been in my life. Yeah. I mean, my Pokemon regalia is usually hidden away. I do have a ball cap, but I've got the badges tattooed on me and a, a couple Pokemon here. And oh there, man. So. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. So, uh, I mean, that's it's great to hear, especially those community stories. I mean, we've got a, a larger community here. I've got about eight thousand players on a, a Discord channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wow. uh, it's it's great to see people out and about. And now, especially with PvP out, now you can actually say, you know, I'm the gym leader. Do you want to come and actually battle me instead of face my Pokemon and I'll see if it comes back later? Mm-hmm. I think that's a positive. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. You'd mentioned Sword and Shield. Are you excited for that one to come out too? I'm very excited. Um, I, like most Pokemon fans, especially the longer term fans, was a little disheartened when I heard that not all Pokemon were going to be rendered in that game. Yeah. Uh, but I am able to see past that. And um, I don't want to say forgive that. It's a strong word. But I, may, I, I want <laughs> to see the positives. I want to see the positives of this game, uh, maybe more so than some of the more avid um bring back national decks and decks at supporters mm-hmm. everyone's entitled to their opinion so um while i think that parts of that community can be toxic i think there's parts of every community that can be toxic as well so that's not specific to those mm-hmm. folks um but i more so than the average supporters of these movements am okay with supporting game freak uh by buying these games and by uh playing them i plan on buying both of the games um but that being said i think that something an opinion that i differ um, from the bring back national decks and the decks at supporters who are avidly trying to get people to not buy the games to not support Game Freak um, in terms of because of their their supposed laziness and things like that. 
Um, for me, I'm not buying the games necessarily to support Game Freak. I think they're making the wrong decision, but I'm not trying to support them with my dollars. I'm just trying to um, continue to embark on a journey with, with my Pokemon and my community. And right. I built relationships with my Pokemon and I have a living deck. So I've caught every Pokemon in existence and I own that. So I can't bring all of them into Sword and Shield, but the ones that I can, I want to continue that journey. There's some Pokemon that I've had from Gen 3 mm-hmm. that have transferred up to Gen 4, Gen 5, Gen 6, and now Gen 7, and then going to be Gen 8. Right. So do I think Game Freak's making the best decision possible? No, no, I don't. But at the same time, I don't think that my relationship with my companions should suffer, and I should discontinue that journey because, you know, some guys at Game Freak decided to, in mm-hmm. my opinion, not make the best decision. So um, I still plan on buying them. I'm very excited about them. Right, yeah, sure. I mean, I've got I've got a pre-order. I've got sword pre-ordered, so I'm looking forward to that one. And I I really respect that um that sort of want to have your companions. You've called them companions, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what they are. It's not a restart and start over and start a brand new game and have a whole new team. It's work with the team that you've had since day one, right. essentially. Mm-hmm. There. And I, I, I still really have right. my first Pokemon in Pokemon Go that I caught. Yeah, same here. Wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. And you know, I had mentioned that I ha- I have a um a bring back national decks yeah. kind of like reaction video or <laughs> my thoughts on that. And in there, um, you know, I kind of talked about the fact that um, initially I was not a fan of gen four or gen five um, because I had heard through the grapevine that you weren't going to be able to transfer Pokemon from previous generations until after you had beaten the elite four. So you really had to experience these games as they were designed first. Right. And then you could import your trap inch and your Trico and everybody else. and kind of have them join in your experience. And I was like, well, I really liked bringing Pokemon up um, prior to beating the game. Like I wanted to bring my companions with me first um, so I can have like a more unique experience with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first I was like, I don't really like this feature, but then I played gen four and especially gen five was, I think my big one where I was like, gosh, I'm doing this again. But in gen five, I was really bummed out. I was like, I don't want to do this. And then I kind of talked about in the video that looking back now, like I will never forget the journey I took through Unova with the Unova Pokemon that I caught, um, that I would probably honestly had just, you know, I would have just caught them if I could bring a Pokemon up from the get go. I probably would have just caught them just to fill my Pokedex because I'm passionate about filling Pokedex, mm-hmm. and I would have put them in the PC box forever. But now I've got these really unique memories like with Zebstrika, with Axew, with uh, Lewick and the Chandelure line, and with Tepig. And I wouldn't have had those memories if I hadn't had that feature kind of forced upon me. So it really right, like it right. seemed like a negative thing at first, and I th- I'm hoping that the national decks situation will kind of fall into that category too where at the outset it seemed like this was not a good decision but once we gave it a chance and looked at it with some clear eyes i guess i mean we may look back and go you know what it wasn't the most fun thing to hear about but looking back now i think it was an okay thing to do just like the way i look at gen 4 and gen 5's mechanic mm-hmm. right it definitely makes sense and i mean with the switch being online and everything and the games that update so for instance uh, if you play smash bros you know that they have all those different pieces that update, you get new characters and things. For all we right. know, they're right. pushing us to do that exact same thing, to start the game with only Pokemon that are there, and they may be working on that national decks for an update later on, so you can pull them in maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. I would hope that would be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've heard, that that isn't. Um, uh, from what I've heard from an interview with Junichi Masuda, who's the director actually, but right. he had said that from a space standpoint um, and from a time and effort standpoint because they did do all of the new models from scratch they did not recycle x and y and gen 6 and gen 7 sprites 
um, or models rather. Um, so from what he has said, um, they had to not put as many Pokemon in the game in order to have time and energy and effort to put toward these new features. So my hope is that may be the case on the front end to get mm-hmm. the game out on time because they've got deadlines. They're working people. Yeah. They're big boys and big girls like everybody else is. they got deadlines they got to meet. They're business people. But my hope is, like with you, while they're not talking about it yet, my hope is that maybe it's a year down the road and maybe instead of getting, like we've had Sun and Moon and then we had Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon with it, like, you know, more features and more things and more detailed, whatever. Mm-hmm. My hope is that maybe instead of having a... Um, I call it the director's cut version, like with, you know, red, blue, and then you had yellow, which was like pretty much like the the definitive version of that generation. Right. My hope is that maybe instead of having a quote unquote definitive version of sword and shield, no ultra sun or ultra shield or Pokemon gun, that, that rumor that came out, that was in that <laughs> third game. instead of having that, um, that we just get, like you had talked about, Matt was just kind of like, get the essentially DLC to where, okay, instead mm-hmm. of having this definitive edition, just a year down the road when you've got more time and effort and energy and you met yeah. your deadlines and you've got an idea of what features are good and which features aren't, maybe give us back the Pokemon that are missing. Yeah. Um, actually, a, a trailer launched today, I think that was completely targeted to um, get some of the fans that are upset about the Pokemon, uh, the national deck situation, <laughs> like feeling a little better. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's it's like a 30-second trailer. It's, like a, it's really, really fast, but it's just like very nostalgic trailer that starts off with Pikachu and the original like Gen 1 um, like adventure like overarching theme that's like in like the 8-bit format Um, and it's got Pikachu and like a you know the the force itself is very graphically updated like the Switch would be Mm -hmm. I think it might might even be real life I can't quite remember but it's got the Pikachu though by itself is very pixelated in the original black and white red and blue uh pixelate artwork from the game boy right. mm-hmm. so pikachu's kind of like walking around in this real life forest and then it starts to run towards something and then it flashes to a different forest and it's all these gen 2 pokemon which again are in their sprite forms from the original gold and silver they're playing around and they look up and they start running towards something all together then gen 3 does it then gen 4 then gen 5 and each time the graphics are getting a little more updated as far as the pokemon are concerned mm-hmm. and then gen 6 and they're like in the middle of like some kind of city and they're still beyond they're all 3d and rendered and beautiful and they're running towards something and then it kind of all encapsulates into um pokemon sword and shield and there's these players in the middle that each have like a game boy a game boy color a game boy advance uh, a game boy ds and a 3ds and then they all kind of like their consoles turn into nintendo switches oh wow! Uh, and then they're all holding they're all holding switches and then all the pokemon that were graphically speaking the same as they were in the original games when they came out gen 1 gen 2 gen 3 and onward they all transform into the uh, fully rendered sword and shield versions of themselves. And there is like oh, well over a hundred, maybe even two or 300 of these Pokemon around these four players that have their different consoles. Now they have all switches and that's the end of the trailer. Um, oh. And I really, so I think this was an unofficial reveal because people have been tracking for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, Look, there, there's Golurk. Okay, so Golurk is confirmed because we saw that in like a background. Oh, look, there's Rhydon. Okay, Rhydon's confirmed in Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. And people have been kind of picking these things like one at a time. Mm-hmm. And, th- and there's a list of like 180 Pokemon on Reddit or something like that that have been unofficially confirmed because they've seen them in trailers. And now it's like, okay, you want to m- pick one or two at a time? Here's like 300 Pokemon for you to go through. And it was just this huge <laughs> shot of all these Pokemon that are pretty clearly going to be in the game because they're in the trailer for the game. Um, so I, I think that was kind of like a, a trailer directly intended, you know, with three weeks now until the uh, game's launch, um, to really anticipate, Hey, I know that when you have 812 monsters out there, 
and we say we're not going to include some, I understand that would make you feel like you're getting, you know, the short end of the stick, Mm -hmm. but we've got like 500 of these things here. So there's a lot of Pokemon to choose from. Like, I'm sorry if your favorite isn't there and someone's going to have that happen to them, but it's not like there's only a hundred Pokemon to catch. Um, It's still going to feel like this really overwhelming, immersive experience with a lot of different creatures. So Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't seen the trailer, you should really take a look at it. It's really short, but it's really kind of cool. Especially with those obscure ones. Like I know you said that there were people would say there's a like furret and silly ones that just you'd never think of being a favorite Pokemon. Of course, they're going to be those people when they're missing from Sword and Shield on at least the get go. They're going to be a little sour about it, which makes sense. Right. Absolutely. And which is totally understandable. Like I had someone tell me the other day that Pokemon is Dugong. I've never heard that before. Um, So. Anyway, it just, it's going it to impact somebody, and I feel for those fans. Um, and if it impacts, it might impact me too. You never know. I don't know if Dark Ride and Hell are going to be in there. They haven't been revealed. I imagine they wouldn't touch legendaries and mythics, but they might. So, for all I know, I could be in that conversation. Um, and I have an Ask Achilles video coming out today, and somebody um, had asked me in my Ask Achilles video if Dark Ride wasn't in the games, would you still play them? And my answer pretty unequivocally was yes. I wouldn't be happy about it, but. Right. Um, I would still support the franchise and play the games. Like I said earlier, just the companions journey that I have with Pokemon are going to be in the game. Um, shouldn't and just because a couple of Pokemon didn't get a chance to make it. Doesn't mean you don't get to enjoy the time with the rest of them, right? 100%. Right. And you'll still have Pokemon Home, which will be where all Pokemon can go. So that won't be as immersive, obviously, as the Sword and Shield games. But Game Freak has advocated that there will be a place in Generation 8 for all Pokemon. Just right. they may not be in Sword and Shield. Right, which which makes sense. I mean, and it's right. been, it's been really great to have this conversation with you and get sort of some of your, your insights. And I mean, we're really glad to have you on here. Where, yeah, thank you for coming on. Where would yeah, be thank the, you for having me. Not a problem. Not a problem. Now, where would be the best place for, uh, for our followers and subscribers to, uh, to take a look at you? Well, I would probably start with Instagram. Um, and that's where I think my, my biggest community is right now. And that's certainly the best place to reach out to me. Um, I am not like, um, some content creators, everyone's kind of got their own thing. Um, but I'm not like some content creators that kind of, uh, read messages and don't respond to them or delete them before they respond or, you know, have to, you know, uh, donate to their Patreon. I do have a Patreon, but, um, you know, some, just some content creators have you, um, kind of pay for the ability to talk to them, but Hey, mm-hmm. go to my Patreon, then I'll con- I'll converse with you. I'm not like that. Everyone's kind of got their own thing. But that's not me. I message tens of twenties of the thirties of people every single day um, that message me first and kind of say, Hey, how's it going? Or what's going on? Maybe it's Pokemon related. Maybe it's more about just like, Hey, you know, I had someone tell me I got a girlfriend today and I was like, Hey, so sorry about that. Can you still hear me? Yeah. I can see you. You're back. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I got, I got, I got a phone call in the middle of that. Sorry. Oh, that's um, right. So I think if somebody wants to um, see some relatively frequent content, certainly if they want to reach out to me and just have a conversation with me, Instagram is by far the place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, if someone wants to see what I'm really about and what I'm really passionate about and wants to hear more from me and my opinions about anything Pokemon related, the YouTube channel is definitely where my um, – so they can check me out there on YouTube at uh, Achilles018. All right, perfect. We'll make sure to send everyone your way there, and it's been it's been great to have you. And great to have the conversation here today. Well, thank you very much again. Thanks for having me. It's been great talking to both of you, and I look forward to seeing you guys around in the future. Oh, for sure, for sure. We'll keep in touch there, and uh, if we can add each other on uh, Sword and Shield, we might uh, might cross paths there too. All right. One hundred percent. You better believe it. All right. Well, have a great day there, and uh, thanks so much for joining us. Okay.
Thank you. Absolutely. See you guys around. Take care. Bye. Thank you. All right. So, I mean, that was a great time spent with uh, with Achilles. He's, like I said, he's a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. I like, I like his point of view and I like his opinions and the way he doesn't put anything down just because it might not turn out the way we expected it or we wanted it to. He's still willing to give, you know, give it a chance. And that uh, that video he spoke to, we got to watch that as well. I cried. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I cried when he was describing it in the interview. <laughs> I had to look away. Oh, my God. But, yeah, it was definitely an amazing video. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm going to make sure to as well put that link in the description so you can take it a look and a, ball your It is on our Instagram, on so, Pokemon Masters. Yeah. So, I mean, first what we're going to start with here. Last week at, what was it, 24 seconds and... 29-something. Around the 24-minute mark. Between 24 and 29 seconds. Um, I don't have it. Yeah, I do. At 23.01, maybe. At 23.01 of last week's podcast, um, somebody announced that uh, we would be drinking every time I say, but But yeah. yeah. So, yes, you're listening to us open our beers. I'm ready. So uh, let's let's get oh, this. Started. I was almost ready. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get this started. Now, Team Rocket is back in full force. We've got Team Rocket stops everywhere right I'm now. I'm excited. And it's super exciting. I purified a bunch of Pokemon to up my medals and everything. Some Shadow Boys. Yeah. <laughs> so. With, Professor Willow has found mi- what are called quote-unquote mysterious components. Why? Probably because they're mysterious to him and he doesn't understand what they are. Because they're mysterious. How creative. And they're components. <laughs> well, so, dude. They are being dropped by those rocket grunts that we battle. Mm-hmm. But do they go into your bag or is he just the one who's just now finding He's them? He's just now finding them. They're not in our bag. They're, they're in the code and they're in the details on the blog. Okay. If you follow the the blog, you can just go to the blog from the game thing. You can go to the blog from the game thing by clicking the events, and then going to the I updates. I think it's news. Uh, news is just details. It's nothing from the blog. But it leads you to the blog. If you go to the Team Rocket one specifically, right. uh, it does have a link to the blog. It's and literally that, what I just. I know. Said. I know. I did. Did I say it wasn't what you just? So, from there, every two days or so, that one blog post gets an update. Oh. Yeah. So, it's like new episodes? Yes. Without I don't know why. I don't know why. But when you said it gets an update, all that happened in my head was, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Oh, my God. So, what Professor Willow has been speaking to so far, um, he has created an, an early model of a rocket radar prototype from the components we, that he's been finding. Double R, just like my initials, rocket radar. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> he says very clearly that it's not functioning correctly at this time. Uh, he believes it might assist in finding rocket hideouts, leaders, or even Giovanni, which is, in case anyone doesn't know, the leader of Team Rocket. Well, yeah. I personally think that Professor Willow is a turncoat. Okay, the challenge. Okay, leave me alone, first of all. Second of all, I think he's Team Rocket. What a plot twist would that be? Very twisty. Very twisty. <laughs> Very twisty. Um, 
There is a quest line showing Sips map map fragments to. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we, ha we haven't even had her beer yet, and this guy is sip, sip flag questing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh my god. We've had a long day. Am I allowed to drink my beer without you saying but um? But um. <laughs> you want to? Go ahead. It's gonna be fucking warm. You did it because you thought you were going to be able to finish that beer. Probably will be, but now you're watching yourself, which is bullshit. Vela-chanzo, hello, kitten. Alright, so there is a quest line showing that there... You will need six map fragments to battle a rocket leader. And we can... Especially from, uh, from I believe it was today's update... Mm -hmm. Showed that Cliff was a rocket leader. So there is Cliff, Arlo, and Sierra. There are is three. Is that Pokeball face dude? Cliff is Pokeball face dude. Okay. Can we do that to your beard? No. Oh. No. 200 more followers, I'll shave a Pokemon ball <laughs> into Matt's beard. Oh my god. <laughs> what we also learned from today's, uh, I, like I said, I believe it was today's update. It's the most recent update from when we're recording. Mm -hmm. Was that uh, Blanche is a little bitch. Ooh, shots fired. Well, she froze in the uh, face of not even being challenged to fight. Okay, hold on. I have a theory. That Blanche is a little bitch? Hold on a minute. Nothing against Mystic. I mean, Valor is better, but nothing against Mystic. But your leader is a little bitch. Okay, so I have a theory. Blue, right? Blue like ice. She has blonde hair. She kind of looks like Elsa. And she froze. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> yes. uh, okay, that's that's it. All of a sudden, Cliff says, you know, back down in a in a friendly tone. I think it was, or a, a um, like a soft warning tone, and. Willow could see that that was the only soft they'd see from him if they battled him. And it said, Blanche froze. Maybe she likes him. Maybe she's like, hey, boy, let me snuggle on that Pokeball beard. <laughs> and he was just like, hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. And it just, you know. What the fuck does Willow know? He's collecting fragments. Obviously, he has no girlfriend. True. Okay, so... We don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens when uh, Candela and Spark run into Arlo and Sierra because there's no reason that Willow's going to go out with anybody else to find things and uh, not bring the other team leaders moving forward, especially ones that might protect him better. You are on a rampage now. What is what? Who shot in your pancakes? Like, I don't, I don't know. What's, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Shit. The quest line and battling and all of these different things with the leaders, mm -hmm. as well as possibly Giovanni. Now, it does show that it does take a um, certain number to get, or a certain number of map fragments. Mm -hmm. Now, we assume that defeating Grunts will get those components or those map fragments. Um, you would think. So, and then we're sitting here going, well then, six, apparently from this quest line, um, creates the radar to find or battle the leader. Mm -hmm. So again, that would be Cliff, who 
is the Pokeball shaped beard, Sierra, who is the only female antagonist, mm-hmm. and Arlo, who seems very Arlo, <laughs> kind of shady, like a like a like in like a car salesman. Like a car, okay. maybe like a car salesman, but like um, in sort of like in Apostles Creed, or I'm assuming The Witcher, where if you have someone who's sort of like a thief, they kind of dart in and out, they can do damage quickly, but they can't take damage, kind of thing. I would say that's more Skyrim, but okay. I don't play any of these games, so I'm just guessing here. Okay. But that's what Arlo kind of reminds I get me that. of. And then from there, what we're what I'm thinking, or what I'm see- what I'm seeing a few other people think as well, is that when you battle. Those, one of those three, you'd get a more rare um, shadow Pokemon. Okay, that makes so sense. So something that you don't see the other ones having. For instance, like an Absol or a yeah. Mawa. Like I Mawa, was, um, what the get... heck was it? I posted this uh, to my story. It was like a prediction thing that someone did. Right. Hold on, give me a hot minute. I'll pull it up. And then I'm assuming if you beat <clears throat> a certain number of or, or cer- them a certain number of times, because they'll be the leaders. And once you defeat, I guess them in like after you defeat them three, like each of them, so three de- yeah. defeats. Then maybe you see Giovanni with a Shadow Legendary. So this is what I kind of right. had that someone put together. So. The final prediction, number one, we will battle Rocket Grunts to collect fragments. We will need six. Collecting six fragments unlocks a leader map. Battle Rocket Leader, who will use exclusive shadow Pokemon like Absol or Mawile, like you said. Then defeat all Rocket Leaders to collect Headquarters map. And find find and battle Giovanni. And he will use a shadow legendary unspecified which one and then catch the shadow legendary and have a chance to purify right so like um god jesus christ Articuno. Articuno, yeah like one of those zaptos moltres yeah i know a few people are really excited for shadow lugia that'd be pretty cool but you know what i mean like i i think this is pretty on par it could be with what you're saying i can't wait to see it makes sense i wish somewhere in there (laughs) <laughs> along the storyline is uh get a medallion that allows you to uh switch to team rocket but that's just me <laughs> that's because i'm i'm a shit like even as a little kid i i kind of wanted team rocket to win just once but that's that could be because ash was a little bitch and i'm like this guy can't fucking do anything get out of here go back home <laughs> in the in red version i swear to goodness it had that would you like to join team rocket yes or no yeah. Click yes every time, and they're like, oh, but Team Rocket's the best. And then when you said yes, and I was like, this is stupid. Why, why is it act- even here? Why is it an option? And then in yellow version, they remove the option. Oh, that's shitty. Would you like to join Team Rocket? And then you have to click A to go to the next screen. It's not even like yes, yes or, or, no. or no. But it didn't matter if you picked yes or no anyway, because it still wouldn't let you join. That's so annoying. It's <laughs> like, this is what I want to do. Let me be evil. Right? Like, <laughs> exactly. hello. So, yeah. So, there's a lot of things... That could be going on with that the Team Rocket piece. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're seeing updates every two days. I've been watching it, and, like, I don't always see them when they come out, but when I go to read, you can see that it's, like, 24, 26, 28. Yeah. Right. Or, sorry, um, 23, 25, 27, because today's the 27th. There's mm-hmm. no one on the 28th, but yeah, every, the point. every two days something's coming out. So, to me, two days will be the 29th, two days will be the 31st, which is Halloween. Yes. Then we're going to have... 
um, a colossal discovery with Regigigas on November 2nd. Yes. We'll probably see the Team Rocket piece launch. Mm-hmm. And that being said, there will be the changeover from U2 EX raids as well. This gets me actually very excited because I keep comparing, like, last year to this year and how much has changed. How, like, every week or almost every day last year there was base barely anything like we just didn't did our own thing now it's every other day every week every month there's something right so it's kind of cool there's events yeah and i feel more engaged to be honest with you yeah but it makes it hard to plan like tournaments and stuff like that but at the same time if we didn't have these everyone would bitch that we're not that nothing's happening in the game stale exactly to be honest with you it does create a lot of burnout with people that do them all and do them all hardcore yep but uh it's it's good to have a lot more going on in the game it's better to have more than less because now you can pick and choose what you want to do that's true yeah i mean our pick and choose is do it all but not but (laughs) but that's us what we do this is our life i leave work <laughs> in the middle of the day to go take pictures of pokemon in their natural habitat my <laughs> boss is aware <laughs> that this is what i'm doing you know some people take a lunch others go take pictures of pokemon in the forest because they can why not why not i don't need food <laughs> i eat at my desk uh, so speaking of events and stuff we did our ghoulish crawl today in victoria yes Park. yes we did it was gross. It was wet. We discovered once we arrived that we had an EX raid. Well, we were, we knew that last week. We just forgot today because we yeah, were rushing. This, I don't know what happened. So we we got there. We got to do our raid. We dropped a, dropped a few lures. Lures. By a few, we meant the whole park. Yeah. <laughs> for two hours. It was a good time. Yeah, for the there most. There were a few, quite a few people out. Yeah, I would say between 10 and 15 that we could see that we could see yeah but it was i mean for the weather that it was did laos just kick you yeah she did tila why why are you being a dick and now she's acting all like because i touch you with my but yeah i mean from what we could oh i said it what what happens now do you drink well, I was gonna drink when I did it too. Holy shit! Do we both drink? I think we should both. Drink. Yes. All right, let's both drink. Is our first drink? Cheers. All right. Okay. You need to say but um more or but yeah whatever it was but yeah more because my beer's getting warm, I'm getting angry. All right. So from there, like like I said, we did our event. It was it was great. Yeah, we had. A few people out. Like, I would say between 10 and 15 that we could see. We got to shoot the shit with uh, with Mario Master, mm-hmm. who's been to, like, all of our tournaments, pretty much. Oh, yeah. And, um... I call her Ashcott, but I know that's not her actual name. No, her name's Alana. Yeah. Who, who's done Sylph Community Day check-ins since day one, pretty much, mm-hmm. with, with me, but hadn't been out to a tournament. Yeah. Um, but she was at the last one, and I think she did decently, too. I think so. Oh, yeah. And she enjoyed herself, and she introduced me to that mac and cheese. She looked at it. She's like, I can't eat it all by myself. Go get a fork. And I was like, all right. I met you 10 minutes ago. I'm down. Let's do this. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, oh! Ah, there we go. Yes! Hola! <laughs> 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 I 
So yes, mac and cheese at Patent Social. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. You need some. Oh, dude. I told you, I think I mentioned this today, but I don't think anyone registered this. Bottomless mac and cheese. Yeah, we like, did register, but she said she couldn't finish one. I know, but like, yo, if you go there for like a couple hours, like we went with yeah. Andrew yeah. when we set up. Yeah. So you arrive at like 4.30. Tournament's at what, 6? Yep. By the time you're done, it's 8. Mm. Three and a half hours. I can't eat two mac and cheeses. Why am I even going outside? All right, like, all right. It's embarrassing. So that's, I mean, definitely something we're going to check out. And we've got, what is it, $2 Fridays or something? Oh, a dollar Fridays. So, you so on Fridays you get a drink and then your fries are a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, or when you buy the drink. Lines, anyway, go on their social media, check them out, because they have some pretty cool deals. They post stories on their Instagram. Daily. Daily for whatever's going on. Which is kind of cool. Like on Tuesdays you have half price burgers. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. Because if you, anyone knows us, we love our burgers. burgers. Oh. oh yeah. Whew. Anyway, going back to our event. It was gray. It oh. was cold. Got a lot of good pictures though. It was windy. Yep. It was wet. That's what she said. But. <laughs> giggity. Giggity. But. Like, people came out, which was kind of cool. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, all the Stardust we lost for the Sinister Cup, we were kind of able to make up at least a bit of it. Because there was a lot of spawns around the lures. I was oh like, my what goodness. the it hell? It was a bloody nose pass in that nest. It was. But at the same time, I've never seen so much Pokemon clustered on one stop. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it is. But it was really weird to see that much. Because usually you see, like, three or four. Mm-hmm. Then you wait a little bit. There's, you know, another three. This yeah. was like, here's seven. And I was like, whoa. Because, yeah, lures, lures spawn every three minutes, I believe. No, I know. But I'm saying from the start. Yeah, yeah. To get like seven, we, eight. We I was like, We walked in and we dropped the lure. And all of a sudden, there's like seven, eight Pokemon at the, at the so start. So then all of a sudden, I'm standing there for like a good five, six minutes. Maybe. So if we, if we have more people there with cell phones. Yes. Or if they have, I'm not sure if it. If it's if they have Pokemon Go and is measuring their cellular mm-hmm. activity, whether they're playing or not, that may assist with having more Pokemon. Potentially, maybe, yes, maybe, but um, it could be that too because we had more people, we had more spawns. Yeah, so we went. Our event was great. We did the raid. Matt got a shiny Mewtwo. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> shiny and it had perfect moveset already. Confusion and Shadow Ball. And it was boosted. And weather boosted. Beautiful. I didn't even realize I had it. I hate you so much. I popped much. up on my screen. I'm looking around, checking out everyone else, waiting for someone to say, I have a shiny Mewtwo. While yours is on your screen, And you she dweeb. looks over at my screen and goes, what the fuck? Well, what the fuck? Like, I, the only reason I come out to this shit is because I want shinies. Maybe it's because I want them so bad. They're like, no. <laughs> no. So after our event, we decided to um, to go and do some gym hopping. Because yeah. we have yet to get the starters with the costume at, at that point. Yeah. Met up with some friends. That's pretty cool. You know, saw some people. And then, I know this might be kind of weird for some people, we ended up at a cemetery. There were so many Yamaskas at the cemetery. That's the most creepy thing and I there have were, ever experienced. There was, one, there was one raid when it started, and then there was a one-tier one raid in the cemetery that was brutal driving. Because you don't know how to get out, which oh. is even creepier, because there's a one way to go in and a one way to go out. 
Not like all, that's foreshadowing or and anything. And all of the exits that are linked to those one-ways are closed. So then you have to literally go around the whole thing. But, so it started with a Darkrai raid in the middle of the cemetery. Yes. The, like, epic black darkness of Pokemon for the Halloween event <sighs> in the middle of a friggin' cemetery. While we're surrounded by all the Yamask and Sableye you can muster. Yeah, and I ghastly, was not happy. And, oh my goodness. And then... Yep. What hatches? A Drifloom. Yeah, not not a not a starter that nope. we're hoping for. A ghost type Pokemon mm-hmm. in a cemetery. <sighs> oh man. Wow. Yeah. No, it was just very weird to me. Like, I told Matt this, and I've said this before. Like, I don't feel comfortable really going into cemeteries and playing Pokemon Go because mm-hmm. I find it extremely disrespectful. The reason we ended up in the cemetery is because I we actually just liked the colors and we were going to just take a few pictures. Yeah. Because I think that's fine. Well, I mean, photographers go out and take pictures all the time. Exactly. And then Matt explained it to me. He says, well, there's people here walking their dogs. Yeah. And the dogs are peeing on people's, like, this is morbid, but people's graves and stuff like that, which I think is way more disrespectful than me placing, you know, a Pokemon somewhere and taking a picture of it. Yeah. Or just taking a picture of the landscape. Like, there's pedestrians going through. With like, their groceries and shit like that. With their groceries, people walking their kids in their strollers. They're not viewing graves. They're just on the pathway on this on the roads that are in the cemetery streets. yeah and then there's you got, you got more than a, enough dog walkers that are allowing their dogs on the grass that are where people are buried like uh, to me that's fucked so i mean we weren't there to catch pokemon it was the it was the leaves it was the leaves they it was literally orange and yellow and i red. have a picture i will post it later on <laughs> closer to halloween because it is halloweeny But it's just the contrast of, like, you have that concrete, and you have the yellow and the orange, and then they have um, trees of these berries. I don't know what they're called in English. I don't know what... I know what they're in Polish. So you have these berries, and so you have, like, bright red against the orange, and then the concrete, and then you put the red Pokemon in there. You know, it makes a statement. So to me, taking a picture is almost like honoring and celebrating. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not doing anything to disturb you. If anything, I'm commemorating you know i'm capturing like a past legacy you know what i mean right. like my dog isn't taking a shit in the corner <laughs> right like no, my vw is just slightly cruising on the street like i'm not driving over graves you know what i mean <laughs> drinking anyway it's gonna be warm i know i know all right and then so moving moving on from that after like we had a great day I know sometimes just Pokemon filled days are a little bit much for me because, you know, I I like my alone time. I really, really do. Like, I like being alone, doing my own thing. But today I actually really enjoyed the amount of that we did. Yeah, but you love... You are the collector, the hunter. You enjoy that. That's what you love about and the, the game. And the photography. Yeah, the and the, most. the fog- photography starts starting to grow for you, which is perfect because i i love photography i always have i wish i could get out more and do more with it Mm -hmm. and now with pokemon and being able to grow everything on instagram it it rebuilds that love for photography that i have i just want to share what i did and what i took a picture of you know i mean i'm i'm a little miffed that i can't take pictures with like the main 
camera on my phone because there are so many different settings that I know how to use because I went to school and I did photography in school. So like ISO settings, shutter speeds, all of these things that I want to be able to use. Okay. Um, I know, I know <laughs> like, this, is, okay. this is alien to you. Oh, yes. But this is this is what I always enjoyed about photography. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that in the Pokemon Go app because it's not allowing me to use my actual camera. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's also like getting the shot. Mm-hmm. Right? Like today, you were looking for me in the park. Where was I? In behind a tree. In the tree. Like, not behind, in, in a tree. tree. Like, trying to take a picture of an Arcanine that I actually placed on the other side of the lake and walked over to the other side and got in a tree <laughs> and did like a Steve Irwin type of tears an Arcanine in its wild, you know, habitat. Like, it was between the bushes. The, the photo is actually on our Instagram if you want to see it. But like, I sat in those bushes for like, good 10 minutes to have him shake off and do the proper pose because it's so hard to tap on him to do anything because he's so far away that it doesn't register so you know even stop him from floating away it was still it was a challenge but it was so fucking worth it i was covered in sap covered in crap looked like a hobo wasn't a tree like a hobo but it's a bomb ass shot oh yeah yeah oh yeah Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Prank were champion. Oh my god. <laughs> so on to more details. I know we had said we had some uh, PVP updates. It's just the Gull Battle League thing, which is not really a big deal. I'm kidding. It's a huge deal. Is it really? Yeah, it is. What okay. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I think that the Gold Battle League is going to be something that brings more people interested in PVP. That yes, I'll agree with you. I but know that just that. I know that you're concerned about it hurting the Silph Arena. I am. And I can understand where you're coming from with that. But um, yes, I'm afraid it's gonna hurt hurt the Silph Arena. Which is definitely a concern. Correct. I, I agree. But what we're seeing with Silph Arena is people don't want to come out, at least in our neck of the woods, because it's quote unquote a waste of time. Fair enough, yep. So if there is something in game, it says it should be uh, coming to game early twenty twenty. So I'm assuming that means Q1. Yeah. It runs until about April, usually. Hopefully. Um, so we're hoping it comes earlier because that would be great. Mm-hmm. It, to be able to battle, it promotes walking to play. So we do look at that walk or pay to run deal. Yeah, that, I guess. Um, that Pop Punk was talking about. Correct, yeah, yeah. So you may be able to pay to make it a shorter distance. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Well, we don't, this, again, all details that we're, um, that we're looking at. I know that another concern for you was the remote battling with friends. Yeah, because, like, I mean, right now, I can practice battle with you. I can practice battle with Jamie. I've opened enough gifts, okay? We're ultra chill. (laughs) So we can actually, you know, we can practice. So I don't want to use my little battle token on a practice battle because that's bullshit. And I, I get where you're coming from there. Friends that you've earned the right to battle with, I can't see them pulling that away. But can't you, though? No, because this is a whole different piece that has a leaderboard. So if you're doing a practice battle remotely with someone you know, yeah, this you know those um phone games like let's take a Dr. Mario for example. Like you play your game, you do whatever the fuck you want, and then you go online. You actually consciously enter that portion to battle someone for leader rankings. Yes. So do you think 
like I can still go to my friends list, battle you, battle Jamie, battle Phil, battle Carissa. And then when I consciously decide to press my token, that, I go into the leaderboard actual matchups that yes. make rank. That's that's the way I see it. Okay. Is it's um, it's going to allow you to battle your ultra friends for free like you always have been able to. Okay. With the battle pass, yes. you need to walk to charge it, mm-hmm. and then you're using it specifically to go onto those leaderboards. Okay, but are you just thrown into any arena that matches your level? Or do you... This is the thing, that's, right? How do you know? Exactly. What and do you know? That's where we. Try Who are we? <laughs> that's that's where we're still waiting for information. They say that they're going to have more information coming. So well, of course, this it's so new. We don't know. This isn't the last that we've heard of it. It's only just started to be announced now. Yeah, I'm okay with the walking. I don't care. I I, I feel, walk for everything. Anyway. I feel like this may it, like if it's the way that I'm expecting it to be. Yeah. I, this is the right way to have gone about it. I agree. Because you've introduced battling, yeah, you didn't really go through too many details. You have your practice battles, but you don't. People don't really know. They don't exactly. really understand. And we have people that are in the background going, "Here's the numbers. Here's the things. Here's to help you charge energy faster. These moves work better in PvP mm-hmm. than they do here." And all of these different details. And yes, you have those people that have all that information and share it online. Yes. But to make sure that these remote battles work, yeah, you had to have people testing it that weren't part of your team that builds everything correct to be able to make sure that battling people remotely isn't going to be a pain in the butt and it makes sense to everybody not just the people that created it but everyone exactly so we've been sort of the the guinea pigs for this time Mm -hmm. yes people aren't really interested but as there are leaderboards in game that you can see more visibly without having to go to another website you're going to have people get interested in how do i get better correct and one of the ways to get better mm-hmm. is to battle people on another leaderboard that yeah. are not part of Pokemon Go that you can scan to battle in person, like at Silph Arena tournaments. So once you've got that bug, because you've walked and you've tried the token and you've realized... This, I can do this. This guy, I can do this, but this guy smoked me and I want to know why and I want to figure out how. And then once you get that practice... Then you're in. Then you're, you're in. You've got the bug. You want to go and battle more. I guess. So I... I I'm not saying that it's going to help Silph Arena. It might in our region because we struggle to get larger numbers. Our largest has been 14, which was our last tournament, mm-hmm. which was awesome. I had the best time. It was. I made friends. Exactly, definitely a great time. But I, we want, we, everyone always wants more. Well, yeah. So once more people experience this Go Battle Arena and maybe get bit by that PvP bug, mm-hmm. they want to come out more. Can I drink for the amount of times you said bug? Sure. Yes. <laughs> so. Or get bit. Sorry. I At mean, least, I anyway. I think I think it's going to help us get turnout. Yeah. There are places that people just love PvP. Oh yeah. So I mean, it'll be more ways for those people to enjoy and practice. And then it might be an introduction for the people who think it's useless. Exactly. But that's because they don't know. I know that you're. I, I know people are used to the tap and swipe of gym battling, and yes. you get the tap, but no swipe in PvP. Correct. But what that does is it adds the strategy to the shields. Well, yes. You've got to know what the other guy has, what they may be Shield using. baiting, all that other you've gotta, shit. You've got to. You've oh, got to yeah. be um, paying you attention to what. You've got to figure out what you can take. Yes. Yes. It's stressful. Like I'm getting anxiety thinking about it. <laughs> don't, don't. You're okay. <laughs> But there's, there's just so much that goes into it, and that's what I've always loved about Pokemon. 
That's what I've always loved about Pokemon is the battling. Um, I liked going and collecting them. Exactly. And so we get to do that. I know. But it's just so funny because we're so different. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I love making sure that my Pokedex is full as best as I can. Yeah. Um, So I love collecting. But why I wanted to jump into the game is the the original trailer. The battle. Yes, you had the three on three battle at the at the the fountain, and it looked super interactive and everything. I know it's not there, but it we have might be. We have battling. No, I know. It could be coming. I love how hyped you get, and I'm just like, I want to get in my car and drive around country roads for seven hours and take pictures of my Pokemon. That's fine. I like doing that too. I know, but like, it's just it's so funny. To me, at least, because I mean, you know, yin and yang type of shit. But it all works out in the end. I guess. And so, uh, beyond that, I mean, we don't really have much to go over. No. Um, there is the Halloween event that's still going on. It's going right until November 1st, like I'd mentioned there. Mm-hmm. Until 4 p.m. Eastern. 4 or 1? 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, Eastern Standard Time. 1 Pacific Time. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, so just keep in mind that if you have started your spirit tomb, the a spooky message 2019, you can continue that even if you haven't completed it by November 1st. It'll still yeah. be there for you. Darkrai will be in raids um, for for the duration of the event, so that means he's disappearing on November 1st as well. Mm-hmm. Make sure to get out your get out to raid your Pokemon in costumes because they're so cute. Exactly. Um, and keep in mind that double t- that double catch hatch and transfer candy yep so i mean what i've been doing recently is and as much as it hurts me inside to do so mm-hmm. transferring legendary pokemon what why i keep a few to trade what i've i kept a few to trade why are you even transferring those because are you that out of room I, i'm one out of room and two i could really use the candy if i ever wanted to use them in pvp and so if I'm sitting there trying to clear out space later on, I'm only getting one candy each. It's not worth it. I guess. All right. Not only that, most of them are in Ultra and Master League, so they're not really useful to me in I PvP guess. at all. Speaking of transferring, I cannot believe I transferred every single Pikachu in costume. Yeah, because it didn't tell you it was an event Pokemon. Well, no. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like Flower Crown Eevee. Oh, you can't transfer an event Pokemon. I was trying to like costume, tap through it. Costume Pikachu. Oh, you can transfer these. No problem. I had like 25. I have <laughs> one now. So I have to like, I guess, put it as a favor because you can't just tap transfer on a favor. Nope. So then that's what I'm going to have to do. But, you know, because my storage has been running out so much because of the 108 Pokemon... For the bullshit spiritum. Yep. Right? So I've been going through it. And I guess I fucking deleted all the Pikachus. And today, I wanted to go take a picture of it in a cute, adorable setting. No. Because I didn't have one. That's how I felt, Zoe. That's right. That's literally... I was I was mind blown. I'm like, really? You won't let me transfer bullshit. But, you know... An Halloween event thing in costume. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rox. That's fine. Anything, it's all right. Anything else that was... Any any other Pikachu with a hat? You cannot no. select it. So let me see. I actually, I'm very... You can even transfer the ones in costume. Really? Look. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So they've changed the whole Holy factor shit. for Halloween stuff. Now. Look at that. We have new things to talk about. Well, Matt tells you about it. I'm going to go favor shit. So apparently you can select for your mass transfer all of the costume pokemon oh my god 
So that's your, again, that Pikachu in a costume, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander. In a costume. They are selectable. They are not like your Flower Crown Eevee or your Pikachus of Dates Past where you had to go one at a time. Mm-mm. You can transfer them accidentally like that. No! So that's, uh... That's unfortunate. <laughs> that's horrible. That's... Ah, shit. This explains so much, though. I mean, I can understand... Because when you get so many of them and you want to transfer them, you want to transfer them fast. You don't have to go through and do the transfer. You, are you sure you'd like to transfer this to Professor Willie? You can't undo it. Yes. Yeah, but are you kidding me? Would you I like... can't select the silly Pikachus and hats. That's I what have I said. a million. That's what I said. Like, are you kidding? The hat Pikachus, they, they're labeled in a certain way that you can. What are you talking about? You cannot. That you... Right. The, the new ones are labeled in a way that you can't that you can click them and the old ones you can't. That's the weird thing. Like, I don't need 17 Santa hat Pikachus, but I would like to keep a Mimikyu because that's not even in the game. Pocket. Freaking rocket stop. Sorry. But yeah, so that's... That's oh, kind of dipshit. Said it. Hmm? Said it. Ah! Oh! You didn't even notice. <laughs> but yeah. Ugh. Good thing so, it's beer, not shots. Oh, <laughs> man. I was thinking of doing a rum and coke. You know how I do my rum and coke. Yeah. Oh, look, me and Mati Pants, 3000, are now great friends. There you go. Yes. I think I'm ultra with him now. Oh, still not enough. Oh, my God. That Beyond. XP grind is killing me. So, yeah, you're grinding to get to 38 now? Yep. So close, but yet so far. So there's, I mean, there are a few things going on here. Coming up, actually, this weekend, mm-hmm. on Sunday, we've got the Ferocious Six, which is Go Live's PvP event for the Ferocious Cup itself. Yep. Uh, this will be the second time I'll be able to jump in with them. You'll have to tune in. You will need to tune in. Uh, the best place to tune in to see what I am doing will actually be my YouTube channel. So if you're already subscribed, perfect. If not, link is in the description. But if you are sitting at a computer and you want to be able to see absolutely everything that's going on at the tournament... Twitch is the way to go. Twitch is the way to go with Go Live. You can find them there, Go Live underscore PvP. Um, they'll have they'll have Jimma Banks and uh, J Farm uh, shoutcasting. I will also be shoutcasting the entire tournament just in a different means. But like I said, if you're curious... Take a look at my YouTube station. Make sure to just tune in, support the crowd, and hey, if you can make it out... Head out. Even better. Oh, yeah. Right. Sorry, I can't be there. I have to be on a plane in a, to Atlanta. Do my favorite thing of all things is flying. <clears throat> yep. So the check-in for that tournament is at 12.15 in the afternoon. Tournament starts at 1. Make sure you're there at 12.15 to get your check-in done. You can get drinks and food from the Hive, which is where the tournament is taking place. Uh, if you are curious, just zoom in on the Toronto area uh, on the Silverina map. It'll give you all the details, address, everything there. Or just literally type the Hive into Google. This will give you all the details as well as the ability to check or register for the tournament and everything. Mm-hmm. So we will see you there, or I'll see you. I'll see you there if you're there, and I'll uh, if you want to tune into YouTube or Twitch to be able to see the tournament. If you're not. Yeah. Definitely take a peek. I'll be watching from Atlanta, and I'll be taking some pictures of Pokemon in Atlanta. Hopefully, I can get some pictures of Pokemon in the shower world. 
In the shower world. Yeah, take some water types with me. Take a Vaporia and take a Squirtle. See what's going on. Try out some new shower heads. There you go. Yeah. So you can, you guys can kind of see my adventures in Atlanta. <laughs> the Atlanta Adventure Squad. The Atlanta Adventure Squad. Squirtle Squad in Atlanta. <laughs> um, anything else? Anything else we should touch on? The fact that you didn't say, but yeah, enough, and I still have half a beer. Or you can finish it for the rest of the night. <sighs> it's warm. <laughs> it's not. It is rodeo cool. It's still cold. What are you it talking is about? Not oh my god, a complainer. Oh my god. All right. Well, I mean, anything else you can, you always know that you can tune into Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. All of our episodes are available there at all times. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You can always send us an email at joltswitch at outlook.com and leave us a voice message by clicking that link in the description. Mm-hmm. It'll le- lead you through that. It's pretty easy. You just click the link and then you record your voice saying something and we'll be able to try to work around it. What? <laughs> we'll be able to hear what you say and post it for you. So then, And then we can talk to it. Try to work around it. Try to work around just it. Don't leave a voicemail for Matt. Just leave it for me. Just tell me a story. Because he'll try to work around it. I'll just listen. <laughs> Did we miss anything? I don't know about Zoe's snoring. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright guys, have a good night and uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs> Catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs> I'm trying to make baskets.